Hello, friendos, and welcome to the latest episode of A Thousand Tiny Tantrums. My name is James. I'm Nick. And on this week's episode, which is officially episode 8, but is some random episode I don't know because of WandaVision and the kink episode, uh, we will be discussing something that is topical that just happened, and this is at the BET Awards, Lil Nas X got his Mac on, on stage, and some people are not happy about it. I'm happy about it, and I'm not displeased to find out on Twitter that he's a power bottom. So, I mean, like, I called it. Like You did. We, yeah. were, we were working on some other stuff, and I started laughing when I saw his tweet, and I showed you, and he was like, he's definitely a bottom. And then later on, <laughs> yet he confirmed it, so cool. Good for him. Like, but I like his kind of spiel about that. Like, you know, like there isn't really much shame in bottoming or reduction in power in bottoming. I mean, like. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, he got his Mac on at the BET Awards. I think that is the whitest way to describe something that happened at the BET Awards. Probably. Too. That's what we said when I was a kid, children. When I was a, a teenager, I'd be macking on someone. Oh, my God. When I was a youngin. When I was, when I was little Nasa's act. Lil, Lil Nas X's age. But yeah, I'm just gonna he say Lil Nas straight up just made out with another dude. And not just stage. like kissed him. Like there was tongue. Mm-hmm. Like he was fishing for his tonsils. Like Oh yeah. Yeah, it was it was intense. And I really appreciated it. Um for different reasons than you probably. I mean, I appreciated it for the representation. I appreciated it for the unabashed gayness, and I appreciated it for the uh, material. You know, if only Loki could show it up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, when it has, when it just comes out, which should be on June 30th, which is, uh, Wednesday, there's a new episode of Loki out, which we haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it has been confirmed by Loki's head writer, not showrunner, cause the Disney shows don't have showrunners, um, head writer that Loki's bisexuality will not be Quote. further explored yeah. other than Quote. him saying that he likes boys not even he um, says he likes a little bit of both a little bit of both yes uh so that will not be further explored and so i will further explore it <laughs> in a new a sequel to my evil queens video right now it's just called disney presents queer baiting it'll probably have a different title by the time it comes out right now i'm planning on releasing it in september it mm. might come out next week i don't know depends on how angry we get progressively over the next little bit basically that happens a lot where it's just like oh this is a video idea we could have for later and then we start talking about it and then it comes out in a week yeah <clears throat> and you know i'm supposed to be taking a break from making videos but sometimes you just get too angry and bored i'm already bored i'm like want to work on anyway lil nas um People are angry. A lot of people are angry. A lot of straight people are angry. Um, I mean, Britney like, made out with Madonna and it was fine. So did Christina. So did Christina and nobody Aguilera. remembers because everyone... I, was... I did. I put a tweet about that today because Christina Aguilera put out a series of tweets in support yeah. of Britney. And I was like, when you share, when you both make out with Madonna on stage, that's a bond you share for life. Like... Yeah. And that's... that's... Everyone forgets that Christina Aguilera did it because, you know, Britney was the good girl. Because they, kind of, they also, kind of expect, not expected it, but it was like, oh, yeah, they're kissing. That makes also sense. Also, they cut away to Justin Timberlake. They cut away to Justin Timberlake after Britney made out with Madonna. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you just saw the end of Christina making out with him. And I'm like, that's dumb. Show Christina making out with Madonna. Um, And, of course, you know, it that... Which up. that is good bisexual representation because at one point Christina Aguilera got dumped by her boyfriend because she kept they were an open relationship and she kept inviting girls over. <laughs> good for her. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but uh, of course, you know that did nothing but help all of their careers. Um, mm-hmm. Christina's album did great. Britney's album did great. Madonna's album probably did great. Um, but and that was in two thousand seven. No, 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 that was be- that was years two- before Britney's breakdown. So that was like two thousand four. Whereabouts five. the early two thousands? One of my computers just turned on. Notice he said one of. Yeah. They're you right should see this monstrosity he's got going. Oh my god! Like so many things. There are so many things. Um, but yeah, like that was two thousand four or five, I think. Uh, it was after Britney and Justin broke up, but it was before Britney's breakdown, so it was in that window. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Britney. I don't think Britney had even married Kevin Federline yet. No. Um. And, you know, that's kind of what everyone is hearkening back to, you know, def- obviously defending Nil Nas, saying mm-hmm. like, okay, so we had the lesbian, quote, quote, mm-hmm. lesbian kiss. Sorry for the m- chair noises. Um, we had the, quote, lesbian kiss mm-hmm. uh, in like the early 2000s. And yeah. we're only getting the, the act like the, the gay kiss, the gay equivalent, mm-hmm. you know, almost 20 years later. But keep in mind, and just because, you know, men have so much power in the music industry and everything and you know, and, and in TV and mm-hmm. kind of keeping the gayness to a minimum. And I just want to point out, though, that in 2009, Adam Lambert did a live performance. I can't remember what show it was, but he did a live performance where I don't think they kissed. If they did kiss, it was just like a, a quick kiss, something <coughs> like that. And <coughs> that basically shut down his music career. Mm. Um. Like, was that before or after Queen? That was before Queen. Before Queen. Um, but like he was a solo artist, mm-hmm. and that basically shut down his career. After that, he guest starred on Glee and started touring with Queen, but he didn't put out another solo album until recently, I believe, mm-hmm. at least not a high profile one. Because just for so long, the vis like, okay, he's queer. But the visual representation of that just, like, killed him for so many people. I think the big difference isn't as much about it being women, although I think that is a factor, and we'll talk about it after this. But I think another factor is when Britney kissed Madonna, everyone saw that as performative. That was part of the performance uh, because of Madonna's reputation, because of both Christina and Britney's reputation. It's something when they were on stage, there was a psychological association that, oh, they're performing, even though Britney did get swarmed with reporters asking her like, oh, are you bisexual? And she's like, no, I just made out with Madonna. Yeah, Uh, everybody does it. Um. (laughs) You haven't haven't really lived in New York until you've made out with Madonna and John Mayer. Ugh. Um, but like, I also feel like, you know, there's, is the reoccurring theme. This came up during when they released Mass Effect three ages ago. Um, I know pivot topic. Uh, there were an insane amount of lesbian relationships, mm-hmm. but like two gay relationships. Yeah. And, and that's because media for the most part is, is pointed toward the male gaze. Exactly. And that, and having, uh, F slash F action is... You know, seen as being projected for a male audience. Yeah. So, but like, you know, when they look at Adam Lambert and Lil Nas X making out with men, they see that there isn't an audience there because women only are really interested in um, male celebrities, male stars, insofar as they can picture themselves with them. No, Um, see, yes. Um, With women are not 
the reason there's a reason that the M slash M romance category is fueled by women. Mm. Yeah. Is women and, are not turned off by that. And yaoi. But they like yaoi. kind of putting themselves in there. Mm-hmm. Like and you know, women listening, I'm not trying to speak for you, but this is just what I've been told by women. Um is that they like to kind of put themselves in the usually not always but usually in the submissive man's position um which is actually interesting and so for m slash m romance that's easy for them to do when it but when it comes to visual representation like with adam lambert lil nas x you can't put yourself into the submissive man's situation or the aggressive man's situation because you're seeing the men in front of you. I mean, on the other hand, there is Yaoi, and Yaoi is consumed at large by women, but, even in Japan. Absolutely, yes, it is definitely consumed mostly by women, but the bottoms in those situations are drawn to look like women. That's true, yeah. And a lot of the tops are in many cases that depends as well. on the era of yaoi you're going for i said in many cases you also never like this is specifically broken up by um era because like uh dorito face dorito face bad touch dorito face no bad touch senpai son uh, the adventures of dorito face uh, the adventures of bad touch dorito face senpai son and showed a boy there you go um that bad was a thing and that was <laughs> jesus they're like you just put together a bunch of words <laughs> like that was a webcomic back from like the early day pre-facebook internet yeah um and it was a spoof <laughs> on like yaoi from the 80s and early 90s mm-hmm. um <laughs> just remembering some of the things and it was very much rooted in um archetypes and trends in yaoi yeah um that being like the specific shape of the what is it the yukir semi the top's face yeah um hence dorito face um because it's very angular yeah and like the disparity in the shape of hands mm-hmm. um and just a bunch of like cute things like that um and yaoi obviously changed and evolved and back when my friends were reading it in high school uh, it was very much geared towards two effeminate men. Yeah. Um, and now it's kind of shifted more towards like mixing either effeminate and non-effeminate men or kind of just kind of treating things more organically, like with Yuri on Ice, which I, I don't know. I think Yuri on Ice is two, two feminine soft. men because both of them could look like girls. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Ironically, Yuri less so. He does have a bit more of a squared off face than Victor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also Yaoi, like, you don't hear about it as much anymore. Like, I think it's really died down because I think, like, formatting Boys Love, like the way that Yaoi was very rooted in formatting and trends, yeah. has kind of gone out of out of style. Well, yeah. Uh, from what I've been told, the sort of the BL genre has kind of been taken over by uh, South Korean mm. manhwa and uh Thai live action tv shows and that's kind of where the bl genre has kind of gone because it comes out i think manwa's come out faster and there's no censoring and that's a huge problem with me and like illustrated japanese porn yeah 
Um, there's no censoring. And with Thai TV shows, it's like I've watched some and it's like I've never seen anything this overtly sexually gay. Yeah. And but there's there's a there's a big thing where the actors are not allowed to confirm their sexuality. Hmm. like in contracts and stuff there's a whole industry about it people have asked me to do a video but it will take a lot of research this is interesting i'm, I'm curious about that too like like in, like that'll overt- be like a 2022 kind of thing overtly sexual do you mean like explicit oh like, yeah like pornographic well not pornographic okay. no you can't put that on tv Software? but like making out with each other okay which is weird that like you us here in like north America because like if you see Europe, two guys like... making out with each other on tv mm-hmm. on american tv it's you know a minute of a 60 minute tv show mm-hmm. whereas in on these thai shows it's the whole thing is is their relationship like that's mm-hmm. it's it's all there um, um I, i'm just saying like us here and like our north american privilege like we wouldn't expect that from thailand like people who know they know but it's like you talk about that to someone who isn't in the know they're like thailand uh but oh, yeah, yeah thailand th- has like gay commercials they have yeah. very queer commercials they have a very uh, it's a gay destination spot yeah um I mean, was. I I'm sure heard, it will be when the coronavirus is done, too. I also too. heard, and don't... And confirm me if I'm wrong, I heard that Uruguay is actually really gay-friendly. I have no idea. Okay. But back to Lil Nas. Um, right, we were talking about him. So he did some kissing, kissing. and people are very angry. So there seems boys. to be two groups of people that are very angry. Mm-hmm. One are is the obvious, the straights, who are like, You can't do that on mm-hmm. my television, my children. I'm like, oh, piss off. And also, you're the the people who got angry at The Walking Dead because you're fine with your kids watching people get disemboweled, but two men kissing was too much. Mm -hmm. Um, There's those ones. And I'm just like, Mm -hmm. all right, you don't exist. I don't count you. You you don't don't care. Um, You Christian missionary wannabe. Yeah, yeah. Evangelical? Evangelical. And the other group, though seems to be african-american people mm-hmm. who were very kind of and i don't know if if it's a even mix between men and women if it was mostly men or what but were very offended that it was specifically on the bet awards hmm. um that he was kind of foisting his gayness onto a black audience, which then kind of got compounded later when Queen Latifah officially came out in the night. Which, like, I was um, on, I was in your room last night when you were talking about Which she didn't, come, like, say, like, I'm a lesbian. Mm-hmm. She just, like, thanked her very long-term partner, who was Yeah. Like, I I was in your room last night, and you mentioned, and I'm like, you mean she wasn't already? I thought she came out, like, years ago. I thought she'd come out, like, seven times by now. I thought she'd seven been out for a while, times. too. But apparently this was, like, the first, like, official well, Yeah, time. like, good for her, because, like, I somehow already knew, which I hate it's that. It's kind of like when Jodie Foster came out. Everyone yeah. knew for years and years and years, but then she actually said it. Or when I came out, apparently. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I came out at school, and people were like, I... I I thought this was already common knowledge. <laughs> so I had the other problem. When I came out, they were asking for proof. But then when I was like, fine, I'll make out with you. They were like, no. And I'm like, well, you, you, how am I supposed to prove it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, I, I'm kind of just annoyed at the kind of res- negative response to this about like how common you see heterosexual displays of affection. Um, yeah, because the, the, the argument has switched in both cases. Mm-hmm. The kind of um, the the straight saying, how dare you put the gays on my TV? The, mm-hmm. you know, the straight conservative types. And then the 
the sort of African-American contingent that was, how dare you put this on the BET Awards, Mm -hmm. has switched to it just being, how dare you put sex on my TV, a sexual thing. Oh! Yes, kissing. (laughs) And so it's kind of shifted toward that. Because they both realized, oh, I look homophobic. Mm -hmm. And... So it became so they were like, okay, let's be general and just say sexual things. And so everyone's kind of now being called out as hypocrites because they're like, uh, TV is made off of sex. Well, like, yeah, it's, sex sells. That's the thing. It's like if Lil Nas X is not allowed to make out with a guy in a music video, mm-hmm. grind on Satanism in a music video, mm-hmm. make out with a guy on a, in an award show then I behoove you to take down the Victoria's Secret Secret and Calvin Klein underwear ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they exactly. are way more sexual. Although he was basically in golden underwear. He's like dressed as like an Egyptian yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Oh, so um, I saw some people get upset. Like, how dare you sexualize Egyptians like this? Oh, I saw Egyptians that too. weren't gay. It's like, honey. I saw people saying Egyptians weren't gay. Egyptians weren't black. And I'm like, you need to read some history. Yeah. yeah. Like, was it Tut? No, Tutankhamun was kind of... He died really young. He died young. It was, uh, what pharaoh was it that today we're basically pretty sure was transgender? Hammurabi? No. Hammurabi was. I know that she was. When, she, she did become pharaoh. She was pharaoh. And when she was buried, all of her imagery was of associ- men. was, ma- was masculine. Yeah. She she had a, uh, in her, on her casket, she had a beard. Um, but there was, there was a male pharaoh who was made pharaoh, married a man, mm-hmm. um, but was buried as a woman. I can't remember their name. Good for her. Um, right. Yes. Female pharaoh. Sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. Um, but I can't remember their name. I watch. I remember watching show, mm-hmm. so many shows about them when I was a kid because like, they well, were really going on about how yeah. like, well, the, the, well, his there, people hated him because was he was like, acting like a woman and everything. And like, this was in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, now I'm sure if the special, they would say, you know, like, this might be the first transgender world leader in history. Yeah. I think Hammurabi was one of the earlier ones, so she or he, they uh, would have been earlier. Uh, but... This one kind of was uh, among the people who were like shifting either to or from the sun god. That's happened several times in Egyptian. Yeah, history. so I, I yeah. don't know. Anyway, but it doesn't doesn't matter because yeah, like you know, it, also there it's, was Egypt was gay and black. Like like it's the meme that's going around about like the burial plaque from the museum and the museum thing. It's like these are this is a burial plaque for commemorating two men that were buried together. Uh, yeah, they could have been uh, colleagues, siblings, or both. The nature of the relationship is unclear. <laughs> or they could have been doing each other. Right. Like. it's the erasure is so frustrating but Mm -hmm. in frustrating that's a new one frustrating um excuse me but but that's just incredibly the whole thing is frustrating just saying like get sex off my tv it's like okay it's fine when it's straight this is like the same like do you not watch tv after 6 p.m yeah yeah or fox news at any time during the day like those like fox news is made for women with legs like yeah i know that yeah but i mean like actual sex on your tv like and mm-hmm. by sex i mean kissing um not like even like a sex- I, I i know that yeah. but i'm talking about like an actual sexual act mm-hmm. on your tv like if do you not watch tv do you not watch soap operas like procedural they're, cop dramas they're, like, yeah but they're in the nighttime oh, yeah. soap operas are in the daytime like you can it it friends reruns mm-hmm. of friends and sitcoms there's always a man kissing a woman that's just a thing Saying that get the sex off of my TV when it is two men is a comp- is just like okay your homophobia is showing and then 
the the amount of people who seem very okay with gay stuff mm-hmm. until it's a black gay person is well, like, very prominent. But like I I feel like it's not even about Lil Nas X being black at that point because these seem to be the same people that get very frustrated when anything gay pops up and like these are people who are like oh I support gays and it's like okay so we're not allowed Do to you? be we're not allowed to be gay on TV. We're not allowed to be gay in public. We're not even allowed to be gay at Pride anymore. Where are we allowed to be visibly gay? Or visibly visibly clear? Let's make it inclusive. Where are we where are we allowed to be visibly clear visibly clear? Queer, 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 yeah. queer. Um Yeah. It's I'm getting a little worked up, I'm sorry. Crazy <laughs> frustrating. Because like I, I watched the performance and I was like, oh wow. Mm-hmm. Like Mostly because it wasn't just a kiss. It was like, he, he went there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people keep being shocked by what he does. Mm-hmm. And I keep being, first of all, wondering, why are you shocked? You've First mm-hmm. of all, you've seen women do this for the last 30 years and at, you know at music his brand. shows. You know his brand. Yeah. Like, when his pants ripped on Saturday Night Live, mm-hmm. people got angry about that. And, mm-hmm. and like, the... the Call me by your name music video. And, well, like the and... whole pants getting ripped on stage, like that's absolutely nothing new. I mean, like we talk about how the kiss ruined Adam Lambert's career, but we don't talk. What, let's talk about how uh, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson, yes, yes. I was about to mention Janet Jackson. Like you know that, like she... Justin Timberlake's career done fine yeah um justin well janet jackson not that she really needed her career to keep going because she's filthy no she had huge amounts Um, of money and and like she but like you know she hasn't really come out with any material since then i hope she's doing well but like oh she's definitely doing well i mean there's i mean i mean like i mean like i hope she's in a good place like in her lane moisturized living her best life yeah like i I think a lot of people thought that oh you know it's because that was in 2000 it's hydrated right that was in the early 2000s, and it was a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was regular for Janet Jackson to put out an mm-hmm. album every couple of years. And yeah. then Michael died, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of said, like, oh, she's probably not, mm-hmm. you know, in the headspace to make new music. Mm-hmm. And But then people realized, oh, she disappeared right after that and never came back. Yeah. And it's like, yes, because the music industry drummed her out of the industry because, Jan- because Justin Timberlake pulled her shirt thingy mm-hmm. off and showed not her boob she had a pasty on Mm -hmm. it was not a there was no nipple yeah and his career was fine and she disappeared Mm -hmm. and it's it's this puritanical how dare you-ness and i just want to point out that again black woman Mm -hmm. and when madonna does it when britney does it it's fine but when janet jackson does it her career stops Mm -hmm. and so it's like, the, like you'll notice that there's a pattern that the bar is so much lower think, for certain kinds of people. I think people are very uncomfortable with the idea of black people being sexual. Because there, I mean, there like, is... There's, there's a discussion to be had in there about post-colonial or colonial depictions of non-European women being overly sexualized. Mm-hmm. And that is because a lot of... And then, of, too... Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of these non-European peoples came from very hot places. Well, yeah, where so, they weren't in a lot of clothes, and so yeah. you got there. So you, you couldn't have like a full wool suit. So you had to like you know. Well, yeah, you were going around. You probably naked. Especially because a lot of these more a lot more indigenous cultures had more progressive views towards sex, sexuality, and um, just a projection of human nature. Yeah, and you know we have our weird Christianized Puritanism. 
Um, that, you know, out of all the things to inherit, not to inherit from the Roman Empire, we didn't inherit their sexual liberation, um, relative speaking anyway. But like, we have this, society has this absurd sex phobia. It's a phobia about sex. Yeah. Where anytime something is sexual, it is kind of brought into question. Unless it is something that is societally accepted. Like, you know, uh, um, one man and one woman woman in a consensual missionary position kind of thing you know like um it has to be and sec- she's immediately coming like right away oh my God. <laughs> he goes in and it's just whoop right oh, into orgasm town i'm i'm remembering showgirls right now. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes he doesn't even have to enter her like <laughs> just flapping around in the pool <laughs> in, in the open booth um, lap dance section of a nightclub. Oh my God, that movie. For anyone who's listening who would like to know what we're talking about, when I get to 500 patrons, I'm going to be making a feature-length video about why Showgirls is actually a masterpiece, unironically. And uh, so, you know, sign up for my Patreon and get me to 500 so I can make that. So I can write this, James. This is going to be my documentary (laughs) presented by you. I'm going to be just gushing about how much Showgirls is like the best thing ever. Except, you know, my whole experience with film and understanding of film language and stuff will probably be pretty important. Sure. It does mean we'll have to watch it again, though. We'll have to watch that and all of... um, Shit, I forgot his name. The director. All of his movies. Yeah, Paul Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven, yeah. I still need to watch Robocop. And he's he's really good at making really good bad movies. He is absurd. Like, he does that as an art. He does it deliberately. Oh, yeah. Like, Starship Troopers, that was meant to be as awkward as it was because you were watching uh, what an, what a propaganda in this universe, a propaganda film in this universe would be like. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of indicated by the bookend sections where you have, like, the really weird kind of fascist troop lineup and the, like... Even the little... Robocop is kind of a condemnation of police brutality yeah, but you police brutality so and, many people um, don't read it that way yeah it's it's one of those things like fight club like people see it as like a root root rah rah police but like, like no no anyways i shouldn't speak about it because i haven't seen it but this is just what i've heard about it secondhand yeah we don't want to talk about showgirls too much because we have a video to make when when i get to 500 and, patrons so go that. sign up for my patreon at patreon.com slash james summerton that's okay. patreon.com slash james summerton j-a-m-e-s-s-o-m-e-r-t-o-n let's say it one more time for the rule of three we'll talk about showgirls when we get 500 patrons well when james gets 500 patrons 500 patrons patreon.com slash james this podcast has been sponsored by patreon.com slash james but no like they're like the sex phobia is there there is a fear of sex outside any publicly uh, publicly deemed acceptable areas of um, conduct. There is a strong pressure around s- certain ways of having sex, certain areas of having sex, certain times of having sex. You still see some people talk about no sex before marriage, and it's like, what are you supposed to do for the other 30 years of your life? Because like, no one's getting married in their 20s these days. Um, that's a lie, but not really. Well, I mean, it's, it's just it, this sort of... Like I said, the, this puritanical kind mm-hmm. of thing um, that is really big in, you know, Western Americanized media consumption um, that we're kind of seeing a little bit with 
basically where a little bit goes a really long way mm-hmm. when it comes to queer audiences. Yeah. That, you know, producers see, for instance, um, the sort of Loki is bisexual. Oh, we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about it. Can... <laughs> Just for a minute. Yeah. The Loki is bisexual confirmation. Mm-hmm. And then the we're never going to talk about it again confirmation yeah. within a week mm-hmm. of each other. And the queer community is just like, that's enough. Yeah. We are so happy with this. Like, we are so over the moon. We're happy, happy. Oh, my God. Happy Loki's bye. The, Yay, the Loki's bar, bye. We have but been making, we have been demanding and. That's not what I'm talking yeah, about, okay, though. Okay, okay. That's, that's something different. Okay. Um. So that's like where we're at. That's what queer people expect from our media. So when we get something like Lil Nas X making out Mm -hmm. with a guy on stage, Mm -hmm. it explodes to the point where we don't even seem to know how to categorize it. Yeah. So that we can't even talk down the angry straights. Yeah, because... Because even we're like, wow, that's so much. It's like they kissed. It's nothing you haven't it seen straight a people do. And this is this is what's pissing me off about this is that like this is nothing you haven't seen straight people do. Why is that if you honestly do believe that love is love and that it's okay to be gay, then this During Pride Month would be a nothing. This would be a nothing. This this means nothing. This is a black man expressing sexuality on a performance stage. That's what this is. And I mean it's you know, they kissed. Yeah. It's not a blowjob. It's not mm-hmm. a simulated blowjob. It's not... Because you've seen worse on stage between straight people. Oh, way worse. Like Miley and what's-his-face with the twerking. Yeah, like way, way worse. Mm-hmm. And the and it's, it's just like they... Again, they kissed. It was nothing that you wouldn't see on a sitcom in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Like... But because it is two guys, it's just everyone loses their shit, including queer people Mm -hmm. who don't know how to categorize it. And so everyone's kind of blowing up in different directions because it's like they don't know how to defend it. And it's like you don't need to defend it. Mm -hmm. All you need to do is, you know, copy paste a link of any YouTube performance from like the BET Awards where there was women doing the exact same thing to yeah. a male singer or vice versa mm-hmm. usually not vice versa but i mean i i, I haven't seen much of the BED awards so i can't really speak to that any music awards yeah, well you know, when you expand it to that then yes the grammys like, the BET awards the the uh mtv awards like, like just here, pick an award show here's the thing about like existing in a post-puritan society is that when we see sex as a negative and especially public displays of sex um there is a problem with the concept of homosexuality because it is seen as, oh, homosexuality is a sexuality. Homosexuality is about sex. And it's like, it's, it's sure, but more than that. And it's still and so, looked at as the deviant sexuality. Yeah. And and so very much, first of all, like you said, it is kind of still like, as considered a deviant sexuality, like how, you know, how you're not allowed to be um, fish boys uh, that are gay. Um, you can be gay fish teenagers... But you can't be gay fish children. Yeah, you don't turn gay until you're 16. Yeah, which, like, you know, great way to support gay rights when you specifically say, well, where you implicitly say that being gay is a mutation. Um, 
But, you know, like, if sex is bad, then sexuality is bad, which means that homosexuality, which is linked exclusively in these people's minds as an act of sex, is yeah. bad. Which means that the homosexual lifestyle, homosexual existence, um, anything that is non-cis-heteronormative is bad. Yeah. And so, like, you... By your action of saying you want to save the children and that you want love to be loved and that you like uh, that you love gay people, that's fraudulent. And this whole thing of I am fine with gay people. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it on my TV. Yeah. And it's like, well, go fuck yourself. Um, like anytime you hear someone say, I love X, but like, just stop. Stop there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it. It's in it's it's in it's very frustrating. Um and I've seen some social media discourse about it today that like I said, queer people have run in two different run in like five different directions with it because we don't seem to know how to to either defend it or categorize it or work with it, whatever it might be. Um, because there are obviously queer people who are doing what I kinda said and, you know, sending along performances from Madonna mm-hmm. and whoever and saying like this isn't new um this has been done before it's just different now because it's two men um and there have been other queer people who have said like yeah maybe he should tone it down a little bit mm-hmm. because you know he's he's kind of getting under people's skin and uh he's really talented and I don't want to see his career end it's like his career should not be in danger his career yeah. should not be... Why are you condoning that his career should be ought to be in danger for doing something like this? Because we need to kowtow our entire existence to heteronormative expectations. It's not even heteronormative expectations, because the heteronormative expectation is that you have a rock singer up there surrounded by women in bikinis. Mm. That's the heteronormative expectation. Like, the heteronormative expectation is, yes, he gets up there and makes out with someone. It's mm-hmm. just different because he's gay, so he's going to make out with a guy. That's what I mean. Like, you know, like they, they, the... but that is the heteronormative expectation yeah. of a singer at a music show. Yeah. But the expectation, that's what I mean. Like the expectation is somehow different or skewed because of the gender. And that, that's incorrect. That's a wrong way of thinking. Um, I agree. But that's what I'm saying is that no, gay I, I... people seem to be having a hard time. Articul- queer people in general seem to be having a hard time articulating that mm-hmm. um, because there are a lot of gay men who they seem to be the ones who are who are saying that oh he needs to tone it down and you can't you can't see the eye roll i just gave i'm sorry that was a non-verbal uh, aspect of communication and just the just like you know the married men in the suburbs or whatever mm-hmm. and who they're just like, oh well, you know, he's I I love his music. You don't listen to his music. No. I love his music and he's very influential and and he's a great performer, but he should tone down the sexuality part of it. And it's uh, it's always the sexuality. He can do gay stuff on stage, just not gay sex stuff. And it's like, okay, so you know, he can wave a pride flag around. That's fine. Yeah, that's what that, he, that's what they want. Like in the He can do something that's easily monetizable, but you know mm. what's not monetizable right now? Two gay black men kissing on mm. stage. Uh because no one knows how to well, people do know how to market that. But advertising agencies run by old white men don't know how to market that. Yeah. Not just that. It's just like I, I lost my thought. The fact that there <laughs> is not that there are 
and there may very well be, but and it's just not public yet. People banging down his door saying, "Be in this movie, be in this TV show." Um, you know, I want to make your next music video, etc., etc. Backed up a dump truck full of cash onto his the house he just yeah, bought. Yeah, just been like, "Come be in a anything, whatever." Honestly, you want to know? What I think that is. I don't think he can act. We haven't seen him act. I've seen him in his music videos, and he doesn't seem really need, seem to really know how to what to do with himself. <laughs> I'm not saying like this is a mark against him. I'm like acting as a job. It's just like you know, some people have it, and some people I don't. I can't act. I don't know if he can act or if he can't, but I mean, that hasn't stopped people, before, act, singers before. I mean, but maybe he wants to have a little bit more integrity if he can. I mean, absolutely. I'm just <laughs> saying, like, there should be more. He should be on more magazine covers. Yes. He should be, yes. you know, more articles about him, stuff like that, because he's he is like it's not often that a singer pops up. That there's lots of singers who people are like, Lady Gaga's a trailblazer because mm. she she you know backs up her gay fans and like yes lady gaga is fantastic i love her but she wasn't the first female singer to back up her mm -hmm. gay fans yeah share madonna tina turner friggin cindy lopper mm -hmm. um like not new not a new thing yeah. female singer backing up their gay fans is not new and you know her sexuality i think she's bisexual mm -hmm. and, you know that's but that is always like, oh, trailblazer, you know, doing yeah. amazing things for music, doing amazing things but for etc. But if you are but, a gay person promoting queer content, then... But what I was, yeah, what I was getting at is Lil Nas is actually doing trailblazing things and things yeah. that haven't been done mm -hmm. and things that are people are mm -hmm. nervous about. And he's not, he's doing the same types of things today that Madonna was doing 30 years ago, but nobody's comparing him to Madonna. Yeah. Because that's too favorable of a too favorable of a comparison they're just saying maybe he needs to tone it down or maybe he needs to stop doing that altogether they're not comparing him to the people who are also changed the music yeah, industry yeah. and well, are granted, still around granted at the time when madonna was performing there were a fleet of women telling her that she needs to tone it down absolutely but she was on every magazine mm -hmm. cover she was yeah, on every everywhere every newspaper like show like inside edition all that stuff like, we're just obsessed with madonna mm -hmm. and it seems like the only magazines and the only websites that are really publishing stuff about little nas are gay ones yeah and it's because straight magazines only know how to market men if they're marketing them to women they see women as the exclusive market of this audience and they don't understand why women would have interest in someone they don't have any sexual interest in and they there is no sexual uh, compatibility for yeah but at the same time i even find it difficult to kind of <clears throat> factor that into my thinking because what woman wouldn't want to bang him I guess he's a bottom, but so, you know, so that kind of breaks the fantasy a bit, but it's like, Ooh, sorry, it's like it, it, it's there. There are plenty of gay people who are mm -hmm. thirsted over by women. Well, and keep in mind, you know, there's the whole Ricky Martin thing. Women realizing that he was, you know, inaccessible. That not stopping, yeah. really, that not really stopping anyone else, though. He only came out recently, though, like, but everyone knew. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. Um... It was weird because I actually thought Enrique Iglesias was more likely to be gay because oh, Ricky Martin was so obvious. Yeah, Enrique was way too women, pro women. But I, I found like I felt like he was just pushing it too hard, like the woman stuff to like cover it. Yeah, but <laughs> but I was wrong. Um, I also thought Enrique was hotter, but because you're weird. <laughs> no, because 
<laughs> Ricky Martin's boring. Um, he's actually hotter now. Yeah, he is daddy. He was then. He is daddy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, he came out older. He, he's still got a career is he... in America. I think he's in his 40s or 50s. Can't be in his 50s. Mm. Um, where was I? I mean, like, I, look I, at I, any Shakira music video and, like, you know, the sex that's in there. Like, Jesus. Well, yeah. I mean, any any female creators yeah. music videos, mm-hmm. they're incredibly sexual. Yeah. Even when they're not, there's not, like men on there when they're not grinding against someone or something they're still incredibly I mean, but, sexual but keep in mind there was uh remember last year about a year ago wop like uh cardi b and megan yeah I think it was megan i know cardi b yeah yeah uh but like th- that was a thing that everyone's like this is too much sexual um well, but... once again the recurring th- thing of black women expressing sexuality exactly um and it's incredibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. as a white person yeah to be kind of having the conversation about well shouldn't black people be more comfortable no we are having the, we, are, we are having the discussion of black people should be able to do what they fucking want yeah and lil nas is someone who is really shaking up the music mm-hmm. industry yeah he's really going above and beyond with his music videos mm-hmm. he's like he does great music in like, a way that we haven't really seen since like the early heyday of Lady Gaga. Yeah, and, like like uh, the Katie really Perry, cinematic like... kind of stuff. Yeah, and uh, like his um his newest music video. Like, oh god, I can't remember the name of the song now. But it's like really emotional and like mm-hmm. ki- kind of heartbreaking. And it's like total one eighty from Call Me by Your Name. Yeah, and it's like holy crap! Like he's got a lot of range mm-hmm. and. It's like, you know, he's making these waves in the music industry. Yeah. And to my view, anyway, not being recognized for it. No, he's absolutely not being recognized for it. And only being... uh, Reprimanded. Reprimanded. Yeah, because... We don't... Hopefully he doesn't get punished, like lose his record deal. I don't think that's going to happen. Well, Call Me By Your Name got taken down for a mysterious reason. I feel like that was like... My theory about that is that it was within, like, the upper echelon of, like, the gay agenda, like, secret council. <laughs> like, on the secret council, the secret council of gay cis men who control the progress of LGBT plus Q rights. Um, Pete Buttigieg and Elton John. Oh my God. No, you said that there were, like, few names, like, from, from the, for, like, in the HRC that kind of really kind of do pull Oh, the gay stri- mafia. Yeah, that yeah. do pull strings. It's not an actual mafia. Like, a fam- mafia family, is it, though? No, but it's nicknamed yeah. the gay mafia. Yeah, like, they do pull strings. They do make sure that Ellen is seen in a certain light. They make sure that Ellen forgives the right um, homophobic offenses. Yeah. Um, they keep things running smoothly, making sure that the wealthy gays keep getting money. And the poor gays are told that the police and gay and gay people always got along all along. Um, Did you see the the New York City Pride thing? Do I want to know? They specifically asked the cops not to come to New yeah. York City, the New York City Pride Parade, mm-hmm. and they came in riot gear and arrested people. I'm not surprised. That ha- that ha- the same thing. Like- I, I put out a tweet about that, just being like, "Wow, living the old days. Mm-hmm. You're reliving the old days. Good, good, good guys. Good." Good, if good, we're not good. with them, we're against them. But, you know, this is their show. Yeah. They're going to make it their show. Um, um, but, yeah, like, uh, like you know, I have a feeling that that t- Call Me By Your Name, because it was creating such a controversy, was forced to be taken down from YouTube because of gay mafia stuff. I don't think it was YouTube. I think it was, like, 
It was taken down from YouTube. A music Vimeo. streaming. No, it was taken down from YouTube also. Okay. It might have been brought put back up, so he put it up on Pornhub instead. Yeah, he did. Because <laughs> um, he he the day before he put out a tweet saying like I have no idea why, but Call Me by Your Name is going down on all of these uh, streaming See, that, services tomorrow. That's why I love him because he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people will tweet it, tweet shit at him, and mm-hmm. he will like not even like like quietly reply to them. Yeah. He, he like retweets them and everything like he there's a reason why his twitter name is nope like (laughs) (laughs) he's not here to deal with this shit yeah and i i really really admire the balls on him oh yeah i that he's like i feel like even if he lost his record deal Mm -hmm. which i don't think he's going to i think he's making money for them exactly the amount of views that his videos get the amount of downloads that his songs get like the the purchases of his album and streams and mm. everything like they're making money off of him yeah. again i apologize for the stupid noises my chair is making mm. um but like so they're making i don't think he's gonna, no one's talking about him losing his record deal or anything no, that's just no. me hyperbolizing but like if that did happen i feel like he'd be like okay fuck it and then just go like well, go independent end up being more successful than beyonce i mean like maybe uh, well beyonce is a pretty high bar these days it's taylor swift you have to beat Oh, I think he built. Mm. I saw what she made in 2019, and it made me want to barf. Oh, money wise. Yeah. Well, she was in Cats in 2019. That's where most of that money came I from. Guess so, why did they pay people so much to be in like half of a scene in that movie? I have no idea. That movie was a. I, I wanna, never watched. I want to watch it. I want to watch it. You oh, never watched it. Is there a butthole cut yet? No, there's no butthole cut <laughs> yet. <laughs> what the butthole cut? I was hoping. I was waiting for that before really being like, James, you have to watch Cats. No. <laughs> No butthole cut yet. <gasps> Lindsay Ellis tried. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag just, release like, the butthole cut. Uh, but it, it's not much of a stretch for me to connect a Puritan fear of sex to a Puritan fear of homosexuality. As long as we continue to demonize any kind of public display of affection or sort of push public displays of affection, straight or gay, we are going to be you know, punishing gay people at a higher degree. Well, yeah, because it's sort of like, the the whole idea and this is what i've been kind of railing against mm-hmm. in videos is and stuff lately and and stuff that's coming up is the idea that like like with the yuri on ice video mm-hmm. i said you know subtle representation is mm-hmm. good yeah because most gay people are relatively subtle mm-hmm. in their you know public displays of affection you and i only really sit down to talk about being gay when we do podcasts yeah the rest of the time we we rarely do pda i was like well we don't we're talking about like i don't know jj abrams and dragon ball z and yeah but like you know like nintendo's a big one the you know like yuri and victor yuri hugging victor Mm -hmm. before he skates yeah is a is like yeah, that is a normal gay display of affection between yeah. a gay couple. So it doesn't need to be super mm-hmm. overt. But like I said in the video, you know, there are lots of people who, when it's not overt, will erase it. Mm-hmm. And then when it is overt, they try to erase that. Yeah. Because they like, don't they don't try to say it doesn't exist. They just try and say, get rid of it. They're I, we are either dismissed as being very good friends, and this is especially true with girls holding hands in public. You yeah. know, people will just walk down the street and say, oh, it's so nice to see such good friends doing, uh, being good friends. Like, literally, 
being told by random strangers. Either we are being erased or we are shoving our sexuality in people's faces and think of the Well, children. it's either we're being erased or demonized. It's one or the other. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a happy medium where it's that, like, I mean. we can do what straight people do and it's fine. That's what I meant by earlier. Like, where are we allowed? Where are we supposed to be gay? Yeah, because where, even now... The, the, the answer is inside. The answer is away from yes, public spaces. Because even now at the age of 32... Mm-hmm. You know, imagine a world where I was thin enough to get a boyfriend and there was no pandemic. And I honestly would feel ner- nervous holding his hand in public. And that's not because like, oh, someone's going to come kill us. But I would just feel nervous about it. Honest, I don't know why. I think this is different between me. Like, I don't... I, there are certain dis- public displays of affection that I'm like, oh my god. Like, especially when straight people are doing it. I'm like, oh my god. Suddenly sex, the sexuality in my face. But like... I am okay with soft public space of affection. Like, you know, holding hands. Oh, I'm not hugging. saying I'm not. I'm saying okay. that me specifically as a gay man feel uncomfortable with the idea of holding a potential boyfriend's hand mm-hmm. in public. Oh no, wait, Like, that's not hugging or kissing or anything. That's just holding their hand while walking through the mall. I meant to because say... Because like, I feel oh. like there's going to be somebody judging me. Mm. And of course there will. There's always somebody judging you, no matter who you are... There's somebody, me walking through the mall, just myself. I'm being judged by somebody. But it's like, what? I want to give you a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I, I mean this in a very polite way. I don't think people give enough of a shit about anyone else to really kind of... Oh, no, no, they do. Do they? They do. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've been in groups of people who walk through malls who literally just kind of watch people and go like, "Eh, him, eh, her, eh. And I'm like, ew. Uh, Be judgmental. But, but I like, so like, I feel uncomfortable and that's weird at the age of 32 in a very progressive area with pride, pride, pride flags everywhere. Mm-hmm. I feel uncomfortable or yeah, I feel uncomfortable or would holding a guy's hand like, in public. I think this is something weird about me because like I'm a, but I don't feel uncomfortable holding a girl's hand. I can be like more publicly anxious at a lot of times than you, but like that's not, that's something I think I would ever really be uncomfortable with is like public displays of affection. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause I have done that with people. I've held hands in public. I've cuddled into people in public, uh, other guys specifically. Um, and like, I think that's less about me making a protest movement and more about me not really having a general unawareness of what's going on around me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but like I, I could, I would, I would probably like to do public displays of affection one day. I'm sad I got to not do that in my twenties, but. <laughs> and like, I like, and it's weird because my only experience with a public display of affection was at my prom mm-hmm. when I, you know, danced with my prom date and kissed him. Nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Nobody made a big deal except for my friends who clapped Oh um, God, that's worse than people calling was, me slurs. It was very pe- the end of Love, Simon. When people celebrate, no, um, again, this was in 2007. This was a completely different time. No, this was then, I was the first person to take same-sex couple at at my prom in my entire district. Like even, it was a deal, e- and that's why people were clapping. Even then, like I was one of the only gay people. I was the only per- gay person in my family at the time. Um, I had my my mom rails me um for 
coming out to her last, basically. Yeah. And it's not because she was homophobic. It's because of the complete opposite. If I would have come out to her while I was still living with her, there would have been a pride flag uh, flew in front of the house. Everything would have been gay. She would have been dragging me to um, Ottawa Pride. Like, uh, like it. she would have made me being gay about her. And celebrating gayness in that kind of very performative way. Well, I think that's an issue you gayness. have with your mother. That's not... Don't you talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> I told you not to talk about her. Um, but no, like... Uh, and, like I, so I think, my I think only... it's less of an issue about my mother, more of an issue about me. Like, I don't like the... Uh, whole culture around the assumption that we need to celebrate gayness and celebrate coming out and celebrate, the, you know, non-sexual sexuality. This was a completely different time. This was a year before California even banned to vote gay marriage. Like, this was George Bush's trying to ban it across the country time. Mm-hmm. This was a very different time than right now. This was, oh my God, he is dancing with a guy and they just kissed this is something that has not been seen here kind of thing. That's why they clapped. It wasn't because they were like, oh, yay, gay exists in 2021. It was gay boys dancing at a high school prom in 2007. I need to, I need to clarify that if I came up to my mom in 2010. So there was yeah, okay. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I, I get that you're uncomfortable with that kind of, like, this Bombast. wasn't clapping yeah. because of... For me, this was mm. clapping as, like, a thing that has happened. Um, but, like, so that was my only experience with a public display of affection where literally there were cheers. And yet I am nervous. I would be nervous about holding someone's hand in public. And, you know, that very much, I think, comes from the fact that our society as a whole is very much keep that away from me. Yeah. Because obviously, I ma- literally make my living from making videos on YouTube talking about being gay. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem doing that. I have no problem telling, you know, people ever that I'm gay. Yeah. Um, like, I've never had a problem with that. That's why I'm epileptic now. Um, Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. But it's the... <laughs> why I do. Um but it it's so it's like I've never had a problem with that. I've never had a problem for, with sticking up for other people. I did that in high school when people would be making fun of like feminine guys who weren't out yet. I would tell them to like shut up and stuff. Uh-huh. And none of them ever offered you a roll. Never offered me anything. So no head, like, nothing. Smash phone. Like. <laughs> um, and you know I was always the loud one. I showed up the first day of the twelfth grade with a let's, let's get, get one, one thing, thing straight. straight I'm not T-shirt. Like so like I've never been. I'm private about that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, the idea of showing my sexuality, not Mm -hmm. talking about it, but actually like showing like the, the part of the sexuality that actually is the active part Mm -hmm. that makes me nervous. Well, isn't that just, and that's a nice place to kind of pivot off into, uh, isn't that the whole thing we've been talking about with Loki and Lil Nas X? Yes, that's why I was talking other about Other people. Like, so you get where I was going. I, 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 uh, <laughs> um, uh, took me a while to get there, but two steps ahead. Um, uh, does someone else do that where they like plan conversations in their head like hours I in advance all the time. and then not they get hours like advance. i get really really mad about things that you have not said because i predicted that the conversation <laughs> in my head. 
just get really, really mad. Um, anyway, yeah, like this kind of brings it back to the concept of Lil Nas X and Loki is th- and is that the way that we are meant to express homosexuality or bisexuality is that we are meant to talk about it. That's yeah. where it is. There is two heteronormative circles. It is a, it is a topic of discussion. Topic of discussion. It is something you declare. It is something you say. But there is from no- day one, it, it, gayness is something that you say. Mm-hmm. I am gay mm-hmm. is a verbal communication because the assumption is they're just like you. They're just like us. Well, yeah, they're visual communication of it has never really been a big thing. Mm -hmm. That's why I was surprised with Yuri on Ice because it was all visual. Yes. And that's why I'm frustrated with Loki because it is a visual medium that is Mm -hmm. avoiding visual confirmation of something and instead it's using verbal. I want to clarify, when we say visual confirmation of bisexuality, we don't mean Loki um, having sex with a guy. We want to be very clear about that because bisexuality means you like men or women. Yeah. And it is possible to be a bisexual man who is more commonly drawn to women than men. That's perfectly fine but sexuality and queerness is not something that is just said it is an experience it is something that is lived it is a thought process and when you are queer you have a different way of interacting with the world than most people because most people exist in the cis uh cis het uh, name framework that has been generated by societal etiquette yeah and so when you are queer, you interact with the world a little bit differently. Maybe you act a little bit differently. Maybe you think about things a bit differently. You internalize the ways that society is projected towards straight people, and you internalize that. Um, uh, and so that changes the way that you shape your interactions with people. And when Loki displaying bisexuality or Loki displaying his queerness, that's what we're talking about. Loki needs to make that display um, that he is processing the world differently. I mean, in that way, one could argue that technically Loki has been doing that since the first Thor movie mm-hmm. because he has been fighting against the establishment yeah. that has certain expectations of him. So someone could make that argument. I'm yeah. saying, no, I want to see him kiss a guy. <laughs> um, I want to see him kiss a guy, hold hands, cuddle whatever there Mm -hmm. should be some kind of visual confirmation because film and television are a visual Mm -hmm. medium Mm -hmm. visual confirmation that he is both interested in men and women in that way otherwise don't bring it up and this is the same thing as saying with the the thing on his thing saying he's gender that Mm -hmm. he's gender fluid visual confirmation is required otherwise you are not making something for a visual medium yeah and you are bad at your job mm-hmm. so and i know or being that the people making this show are not bad at their jobs so they're just being manipulative no they're being manipulated mm. by executives mm-hmm. who are saying no you can only do so much yep. so they're trying to and sneak in the, whatever they can even the head writer of loki really danced around the question mm-hmm. of like so we're going to see more gay stuff and she's like I saw another writer on the show just completely overjoyed that the line did. Uh, another writer on Loki just absolutely over the moon that the, the, line, the line made it made it in there, which means like those people in that writer room probably had to fight producers at Disney. Not just fight, but I feel like they might have thought watching it like, mm-hmm. is it actually going to be there? Yeah. Like, yeah. did they keep the scene? Yeah, because they're not on set when they're saying the script. Like, it well, no, I mean, like yeah. they would have shot it, but yeah. did it make the final edit? Yeah. For the show. Mm-hmm. Because they wouldn't have seen these final edits until they air. Yeah. And so it seems like there were writers who were really like, 
shocked that oh wow it made it through all of it it made it through the whole process so on one hand yes it's worth celebrating that disney actually let it in but that doesn't mean we can't ask for more and that we can't ask for better Um, yeah we should be asking for better but like because i don't care about more mm -hmm. quantity does not equal quality yes when i say more i mean like more as in like bigger yeah because like and i don't need loki and that's the thing when I say I need visual confirmation, I don't need Loki, you know, kissing a guy with fireworks in the background mm-hmm. like the end of Thor Ragnarok. Like, I don't need, you know, a big grand display of love and affection or mm-hmm. something like that. I just need to see literally, you know, Yuri on Ice stuff. Yeah. Loki, Nothing that Yuri on Ice didn't do. Loki's actions are explainable and influenced by his queerness. That he has some kind of feeling beyond friendship to a male character. Yeah. Show me that and I will be happy. And regard- they don't need to kiss, they don't need to fuck, they don't need to do anything like that, but show me that Loki feels something more than friendship to a male character. There. You're done. And in regards to the little Nas X And thing, they can't even like, do that. The ele- <laughs> the the elements within the queer community that are badgering little Nas X and other queer individuals to be less overt and less explicit. Like these are the elements of people who conform to the heteronormative concept of queerness being something you discuss. Because They are the people on Twitter saying, oh my God, Disney has done something amazing by mm-hmm. writing gender fluid on a prop. Yeah. And once again, like these people are likely people who do already conform to that kind of cis hetero yeah. whatever. And so they are at a particular point of privilege and they don't have a right to dictate um, what people who do not have those privileges need and what yeah. they ought to have and what they should need. And that's kind of where I'm really bothered by this um, on both fronts, the Loki and the sex thing, because it is people not only from without the community, but from within the community telling others what they need. Yeah. So there's no fixing this. Disney is Disney. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just going to make another video complaining about them. <laughs> Um, I'm sure you'll, ha- I'm sure everyone will be there for it. That is, um, <laughs> getting a lot of positive feedback <laughs> that, that, that will be happening. So we're going to talk about some definitely not gay fish boys Yeah, because they're too young to be gay. How would they know? And some Asian mythology that's been messed with two different ones and Right. Other stuff. So I was also going to mention, like, you know, like, we ha- we can't have gay fish children who are gay. We can't have gay fish children. But, you know, like, Aang kissing Katara without consent oh, is totally fine. fine. That was fine. That was fine. That was fine. Yeah. Was fine. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you for listening to this rant, this tiny tantrum. This was a consolidated tantrum, actually. We didn't really tantrum outside very much the confines of what we set out to do. Yeah, we, well... We did talk about, like, some random shit. We <laughs> talked about it, but we didn't rant about it. But we didn't, like, tantrum over it. Like, yeah. Kind of... um, thank you so much for listening, guys. Mm-hmm. This has been the eighth episode of A Thousand Tiny Tantrums. And mm-hmm. because there is no Star Wars Episode Nine, the next episode will not be... Star Wars. S- Star Wars themed. Because mm-hmm. there is no Episode because Nine. Because they, they run never out of episodes. One. I what don't know why they never released Episode yeah, Nine. Why they just... They never... I, I guess, like, Episode Eight was just so good, they realized we can't live up to this. They just couldn't... They We're just, just going to leave it open for people to write their own fan fiction to end it. Yeah. Because that's... I mean, that's all they can do. I mean, we could do something for Rogue One. 
Nah. Or solo. Um, but yeah, so next week's episode will be something completely different, and hopefully we can get on some kind of schedule where they come out on the same day. I Hey, we give ourselves give ourselves some credit here because it has been swelteringly hot for the last bunch of days, and we can't record this. I was sick, and, and I'm still sick. Like I, I was have, sick, too. And I have like sinus problems right now, so my voice is probably a bit different than usual. Don't worry, it's not the Rona. It, no, it's not. Um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and subscribe because I notice a lot of you are watching these videos and listening to this podcast and not subscribing. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> so like and subscribe and share. Thank you for listening. My name is James. I, I'm Nick. He is Nick. I am sometimes. And this has been your weekly Tiny Tantrum. <laughs>